shaking the dust off your shoes. Welcome back to the Accord Sessions, the place where we do everyday talk about our extraordinary God. Look, we've got to be honest today, we're tired, aren't we? <laughs> we are, yeah. <laughs> um, we've had a few, what to call it, <clears throat> hit and misses in the studio this morning, haven't we? Because yeah. we are really tired. Yeah. <laughs> so um, by the time you've heard this, we would have come back from um, yeah. Houston. Oh. The day we got back yesterday, yeah. Although we don't leave until next week, if yeah. you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, so we're trying to get um, our podcasts all done before we yeah. go, so that we're covered. Um, but we really have spent the whole week, haven't we, doing night shifts? Yeah, pretty we've much. been sort of here all day, <laughs> and then that's been running on into the evening, which yeah. has been absolutely wonderful. Yeah, because we both quite like a bit of working in the studio at night, don't yeah, we? It's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, and I think if we were back <clears throat> in the Old Testament, we will definitely be doing the night shift in the tabernacle. Oh yeah, definitely. We'll be, yeah, yeah, we don't mind the night shift, yeah, do we? Nice. The trouble is, though, our body does. Yes. So <laughs> this morning, the spirit is very willing, but the the body's a little bit, mm, you yeah, know, a bit tired. Some more than others. Yeah. Um. But yes. But never mind. We're all good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's all for things that we love, and yes. we know that God, uh, God is really sort of, you know very happy with everything so yeah. yeah so we're okay but yeah. we're just a little bit all over the place today so anything could happen <laughs> yeah. I'm just warning you <laughs> well listen we've been um talking um on a recent podcast about how to deal with difficult people yeah crossed out brethren and yeah. you know it is true that sometimes we just forget that because people are in God mm. that that they're not tricky. Yeah. Um, but I want to carry on this this theme. But I want to look more specifically at what happens when, you know, we need to shake the dust mm. off our shoes and leave. Yeah. So obviously that comes from a scripture. Yeah. And uh, so, no, what's that scripture? Read it to us. So that scripture is from... Oh. Right, this is the first bit where I'm going to try and find the scripture. <laughs> <laughs> That's our first little... Uh... A little podcast clip. Okay, so the scripture is from Mark 6, verse 11, where it says, Whatever place does not welcome you or listen to you, leave there and shake the dust off your feet in testimony against them. So isn't it interesting, first of all, that um, this this scripture sometimes makes people nervous yeah. and sometimes it gets misused for when people are offended. Yeah, And so actually this has got nothing to do with being offended mm. we don't shake the dust off our feet and move on if we're offended yeah. by people we're told that the qualification for shaking the dust off your feet and moving on is if people don't want you yeah. if people reject what you're saying yeah now this is actually something that i've been through recently yeah where um i wasn't received yeah. Um, I wasn't wanted. Yeah. And the message that I live by wasn't wanted or received either. Mm. And, um, you know, I tried. Yeah. I tried to to move forward and to connect. But actually, I've now come to the understanding that I'm not received. Mm. I'm not wanted. So it is now time to shake the dust off my feet and move on. Yeah. And I thought we'd talk about that today mm. because <clears throat> I think that makes us really nervous yeah. as believers. Yeah. I think it makes us nervous either one of two ways. Mm. Either we're very eager to do that mm. and we think that that means we can cut people off. Yeah. 
Um, but also, secondly, I think it can go the other way where we're so afraid to do that because we don't think that's what God wants, mm. that he always wants us yeah. to be together and to try. Yes. Um, so I think that there can be problems mm. either side of that. Um, but I definitely have experienced this in my life. Yeah. I've done it several times um, and I'm in the process of doing it right now. Yeah. And um, but when we do it properly mm. from a correct heart position, it we what what's good about that is that it leaves us void. We we avoid mm. um, all the negative emotions that come with that. Yeah, definitely. So the first time I had to do that years ago, mm. um, I actually did that in a lot of distress. Mm. Um, I did it. I did it in a lot of with a lot of tears, yeah. and I felt really bad about it because yeah. I felt that I hadn't tried. Yeah, and obviously I was a lot younger mm. and a lot more immature with the first time that had to happen. Yeah, so there has been a process of understanding mm. um, along the way, but there is a time, there is an opportunity that God gives us in His in His Word when we've come to the end of the road. Yeah. And people no longer want us yeah. or we cannot fulfill the purpose mm. that was intended. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. We've come to the end of the road. Yeah. And my my personal understanding is, is that as long when when we deal with people that are difficult or that we have a tricky relationship with, mm. especially in Christ. Yeah. Um, my stance, my personal stance is that I will keep going. Mm. I will keep uh, working at it. Yeah. Um, walking very carefully in that to address my own heart as well mm. as, you know, judging theirs. Yeah. But there might come a time where it is absolutely clear that maybe the other person doesn't want mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Or what you, or your message, yeah. or your ministry, or you know your love. Yeah. And if they can't meet you halfway, mm. then maybe it's time to shake the dust off your feet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it has to be. It's not just like, oh, you've offended me. I'm done. Mm. Right. It, it. There's a process to it. Yeah. You know, God does expect that we try. We exhaust everything first. Yeah. God does expect that we try. Yeah. God does expect that we show grace. Yeah. God does expect that that we operate in grace and love towards those that we mm. labor amongst. Um, but there comes a time when we maybe have to set boundaries yeah. um, in that relationship yeah. or even shake the dust of our shoes and walk away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. But, but there, we have to try first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can think of like a couple of relationships that I've had where it's come to that point where you have to kind of dust your the dust off your feet and move on yeah and you know i can i can think of one like specifically that comes to mind where it was something that i didn't want to do hmm. because i desperately wanted the relationship to work right and it made the whole thought of moving on from that person quite difficult yeah because i was like but i really i want this yeah i'm invested in it i want it to work i want you know this relationship with them and I think, you know, you were saying about with your time and you, it, it upset mm. you quite a lot. That's how I felt with this. Yeah. Where I, we there'd been a few rocky moments in the relationship mm. and it got to the point actually through some teaching that we'd done um, in a course through one of our heart space studies where I just reached out to the person and said, look, I know that we've had some ups and downs and I know that, you know, 
there is a chunk of that that was on me mm. and I just want to apologize to you for that and I just want to say right if you want to talk it through I am absolutely happy to do that but please forgive me for you know mm. what I did in those situations and she came back and she was like oh no worries it's all fine you know I don't even consider those things anymore and I was like oh brilliant oh great okay <laughs> maybe this is kind of you know we can yeah. now move on from this and it just it didn't mm. and it kind of it was almost like the relationship like soured mm. and it then got to the point where I kind of realized that I had to move on from that right and I think I definitely felt like I considered had I given everything to my relation to that relationship had I tried to make it work mm. had I invested fully in it was there things that I could have done differently? Right. And I think you, like with any relationship, when it comes to that point, those are some of the things that you consider in yourself, unless you're, like you said, the other way where you're like, woohoo, like, let's go. <laughs> so, you know, so I think, you know, in a way that, that makes you quite sad because you're almost grieving mm. the relationship. You're kind of grieving what could have been. Well, it is really hard sometimes how quickly mm. people can drop you. Yeah, it is. How quickly people can... I mean, they don't even stop to shake the dust off the shoes. They just walk away, (laughs) you know. Um, And for me, you know, there is truth in that. Mm. And that can be extremely hurtful where you've built relationship for years maybe with somebody and they just drop it and walk away without, it appears, not much effort or or distress. Um, But the process there is that you shake the dust off your Mm. shoes first. So for me, that's kind of like a little pause. You're you're not hasty, you know. You give give an arena Mm. just to show somebody what you're doing and in hope that maybe they would reach out and go, no, don't go. You know, let's sort this out. But it it gives you kind of a a, a last stage, a last moment to display that um, where it could be rectified. But, um, you know, if people don't respond to that when you when they see you shaking the dust off your shoes yeah then it's time definitely to put them back on and walk yeah. away yeah um but i think also sometimes what happens is is that we don't consider walking away mm, we yeah. don't consider um you know setting boundaries mm. we just stay we get caught don't we we yeah. get caught in those really destructive toxic relationships mm that cause trauma actually yeah, they do but there's never an inkling in us of an exit plan mm. because we're held captive by maybe religiosity yeah yes yes yeah. where we think it can't be any mm. different because we're in god and he has an expectation of us yeah so i think i want to be clear here is that god never ever ever wants or expects us to stay in abusive relationships yeah even if they're with his own people yeah Yes. Yeah, definitely. And certainly not to endure the pain in his name. Mm. Um, it doesn't make any sense to me that. Yeah. Um, and I know that I've I've had friends stuck in extremely abusive and toxic religious, re- you know, relationships, yeah. marriages, yeah, predominantly, um, or even toxic friendships mm. that or destructive controlling environments. But all of that is within the church. Yeah. It's not outside. Yeah. So I've had friends that really have been stuck in the abuse. Mm. Yeah. Um, and they're stuck there through religiosity. Um, I had one friend years ago 
and um, I loved her, her and her husband and her family dearly. Mm. And I was very involved with them. I would minister in their church. Um, I would travel and be with them. Mm. And they lived in another country. And um, one day I thought, I deemed them as intimate friends, yeah. as friends I knew. Yeah. And one day it all came to light that her and the children had had to flee that wow. relationship because of the physical and religious and emotional abuse wow. that had been there since yeah. day one. It had been hidden. Ooh. And I can actually remember going to her sometime mm. later yeah. and it actually led to divorce. Okay. And I can remember going to her sometime later. I went to where she lived and I just gave her a hug and I just said, I am so sorry mm. that I didn't see this. Yeah. And I'm so sorry that you have been in this secretly for years. And she gave me a hug back and she said, you didn't know Beck because nobody knew. Wow. Because that's what it was. That was the abuse. Yeah. Um, and she went on then to share me about, share with me about what life had been like mm. in her marriage. And it was horrific. Wow. It was so far away from God. Yeah. You would not believe it. Yeah. And years later now, because this was a good 25 years ago, mm. um, now, you know, she's still very faithful in her ministry. She carried yeah. on the ministry alone and very, very faithful. And um, but she had to sh shake the dust off her mm. feet. Yeah. And but she came under huge religious attack from the religious church yeah. over her divorce. Wow. And I just thought, wow, there is just something messed up mm. in this process. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, you can't meet if people can't meet you halfway, mm. if people are not open to the fact that that they have to take responsibility for the breakdown or yeah. for the uh, the lack of correctness mm. in a in a healthy relationship then you are really stuck. Yeah. I mean, if people are open, if your heart is open yeah. to consider yourself as being part of the problem mm. or to listen to what people are saying, then you've got an opportunity then, haven't you, yeah. to grow and yeah. to let the transformational spirit of God touch you. Yeah. But if you're in that place where you have a hard heart and mm. a closed mind, yeah. that to me is usually the point where you know you're going to have to walk away. Yeah. When people aren't listening anymore. Yeah. And that's what the scripture says. When they don't receive you anymore, yeah. when they don't want you anymore, yeah. um, it's time then to to mm. go. Yeah. And that might be not just necessarily in your message in the sense of your faith, mm. but in your message to them. Yeah. Uh, you're reaching out. You're, yeah. you're, you're wanting genuine relationship mm. with them. And so if you want truth and the other person mm. doesn't, then sometimes it's time yeah. to move on. Yeah. If somebody can't meet you halfway mm. um, with an open heart, yeah. that ultimately could be the reason why yeah. you have to move on. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think that's such a key point, though, that, you know, any relationship has to be equal from both yeah. people. It can't be, you know, one-sided because that's always going to end in either, like, an abusive situation or the demand is just not mm. the same from both people. Right. And I think that is such an important thing, but that also that for us being in Christ, you know, we get caught up in 
well, I have to love those people that are in my community, but yeah. I also have to build relationship and friendship with them. Hmm. And I think, you know, loving somebody in a community and then building an intimate relationship with them, for me, that's two different things. They are very different, yes. Where I can say, I love everyone in my community. Do I have an intimate relationship with every single no. one of them? No, but that's okay. That's really okay with And God. I think, you know, even with God, with Jesus, when he was on the earth, mm. like we said before, he had, you know, the multitudes, he mm. had the 70, then he had the 12, and then he had the one close to him. Yeah. So even he had different layers within He did. That. And I think that kind of mentality or that thinking mm. can be one of the things that stops us from walking away from people yeah. or shaking the dust off our feet because we get caught up in oh to be with them and to love them in Christ means that I have to you know build relationship with mm. them I have to go out for coffee with them I have to yeah. you know try and yeah we do have to try like definitely definitely but you know we're not if you think about the people that we're in community with them with with you know there's not Everyone in that community does not have the same hobbies as me. No. Does not have the same um, interest as me. No. It's not the same age as me. So even on a natural level, you know, they're not people that maybe we would choose to be friends with no. in that sense anyway. But it's that balance, I think, between loving everyone in the community and knowing when a relationship is right well, and when it's not. Well, yes, I think you're right. And there's two things going on there, isn't there? There's the idea that when we can have unity, yeah. but not intimacy with everybody, yes. that's absolutely true. Yeah, we can't be intimate with everybody. Yeah, you know. Um. So yeah, we that's a completely okay and mm. allowed and a correct system. Yeah. Um. But then you've got the other side where maybe even intimate relationships have to end. Yeah. Because there is a lack of transformation yeah or there or there is a lack of truth yeah or you realize that why why would you have to end something mm. or consider something yeah. i mean it would have to be quite a serious thing wouldn't yeah. it yeah um but i know that in the times that i've had to do that it has not been because necessarily of a of an of something happening mm. um like a big sin or yeah. you know a fallout yeah most of it has simply been because the person, the people didn't want to move on. Yeah, yeah. They didn't want to move on in truth. Yeah. And they didn't want to move on in living out their life in Christ mm. and allowing him to transform them. Yeah. There was an element of their old man at, at play. Yeah. And yeah. so they wanted to go backwards, not forward. Mm. And I think actually in all the times I've shaken the dust off my shoes, that has been the reason why. Yeah. And you know, I've said this a lot of times in podcasts and in teaching, the hardest thing in life is to leave people yeah. where they want to be. Yeah. But for me, that is that is predominantly would be the driving mm. reason behind why I would ever do that. Yeah. Um, because if there was a major sin, if there was a major fallout, I would seek to forgive and rectify yeah. that. Um, but when, to me, that's kind of, if you like, in one sense, easier. Yeah. <laughs> but when you have a heart that's grown cold. Yeah. Or a heart that wants to settle. Or a heart that doesn't want you anymore because you're too much. Mm, yeah. <laughs> because they're moving backwards. Yeah. Um, if you have a, if you have somebody that can't meet you halfway, mm. um, or be honest about where they are. Yeah. Then I do think at times you have to shake the dust yeah. off your feet. Um, so we've got to remember that. Yeah, so, definitely. you know, everybody can change in God. Yeah. That's something we forget from time to time. Um, 
And some people have come through these awful toxic mm. relationships because there was repentance, mm. there was growth, there was hunger. And because of that, love covered a multitude yeah. and it broke through. Yeah. Yes. Um, because then true representation was shown. Mm. But I think sometimes it doesn't happen. Yeah. And people live miserable lives mm. that look full of love and light on the outside. Yeah. But in the inside, it's they're vo void of truth and life. Yeah. And there's only there's not a lot of comp compatibility mm. in that. Yeah. Um. So. For me, it's not that somebody's having a rough time or somebody wants to be something other than what you want to be. Yeah. That's completely compatible. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it just might not mean you can have the level of intimacy mm. with that person that you desire. Yeah. So that's why sometimes um, a very close relationship, an intimate mm. relationship hits this point where one person wants to go on and one person doesn't. Mm. Um, and then if that is done correctly then what can happen is is that that intimate relationship can become a very acceptable acquaintance mm. in the community yeah and that god can still flow through that mm. because there's unity yeah it's just that that position of that person in your heart mm. has changed because they don't want the same things as you yeah. anymore because the qualification is is, is that if you are not received or heard mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So not that you find them difficult yeah. or that, you know, you don't like certain things they do. That's yeah. that's judgmental. Yeah. So what we need to do is understand that we're told in scripture to not be unequally yoked to yeah. people. Yeah. We definitely use that scripture in the sense of not going into marriage or relationships or business with people who aren't saved, which is true. Mm. But it also means for me to be careful who I yoke myself to in the areas of, of intimate relationship. Yeah. Um, so if for intimate relationships, you do need compatibility. Mm, yeah. You do need honesty, truth, authenticity. Yeah. You do actually need for authentic, deep relationship with each other, identity. Yeah. And for me, everything around this subject mm. comes back to identity because how we deal with each other mm. tells everybody about us not yeah. about them yeah um but confidence comes true confidence mm. comes when you obviously confidence doesn't mean that you know what to do in every circumstance yeah. i mean who knows that yeah. but it knows it means that it knows how to handle itself mm. in every situation yeah and for me, confidence is an issue of identity. We get our confidence through knowing who we are in him. Yeah. Definitely. So if you don't know your identity, you don't have the confidence. Mm. If you don't have the confidence, then there will always be issues of identity in your intimate relationships. Mm. Yeah. And that is why people ultimately, I believe, are difficult, mm. as we call them, yeah. because of how they feel about themselves yeah. and how they handle that. Yeah. So I think it ultimately is always about identity mm. um, and that can even lead to sin. Yeah. You know, how yeah. you feel about yourself can take you out. Mm. It really can. Yeah. Um, so it can keep you away from the right people. Yeah. It can deceive you. Um, it can stop you being cooperative mm. with the things of God and the people of God. Um, it can make you selfish. It can, you know, make you rely on your own understandings. I mean, yeah. the list could go on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I do think that that 
that difficulty that we mm-hmm. find in people most times will be about their identity and how they feel about themselves yeah definitely yeah yeah definitely and just what you were saying then about like being unequally yoked mm. there's quite a few scriptures about like yes don't associate with these people don't become friends with these people it's right. quite clear and there's one in in proverbs it's 22 verse 24 to 25 and it says don't befriend angry people mm. or associate with hot-tempered people or you will be like them and endanger your soul Right, so you've hit wow. the point now. You've hit the point about why we have to shake the dust off yeah. our feet. Yes? Yeah. Um, and so for me, the qualifying reason mm. why I would ever do that is the opposite. So if you like, the circumstance, the yeah. environment of that is that people don't receive you or listen to you. Yeah. They don't want you. Yeah. Okay? But... The qualifying reason for that would be it's got to a point mm. where it is affecting your salvation. Yes. And for me, every time I've done this, mm. like I'm, I make out, I mean, it, I'm, it sounds like I've done it a thousand times. <laughs> I think I've done it maybe about four, four or five times yeah. in my life. Um, and it has been done because I've definitely not been received. Yes. People have stopped listening to me. Yeah. I'm not heard. Yeah. They don't want me. Um, but also on top of that, then it has cost me something in my walk. Yeah. Um, so what I mean by that is that there, there comes points where, for example, if our faithfulness to our personal salvation journey is mm. that we allow God to change us yeah. and we allow God to transform us yeah. and we are we have adopted a stance of honesty and authenticity to mm. do that. If you are with somebody who can't tell the truth or doesn't want to yeah. or doesn't value it like you, it can be very difficult to be truthful among around that person. Yeah, definitely. To tell them the truth, yeah. to share the truth. Mm. I'm not talking about necessarily speaking into their life, but I'm talking even sharing from the word of God. They just don't see it the way that you do. Um, But also it can then affect you in how you are with yourself Mm. because your truth then aggravates them. Yeah. So your confidence can aggravate them. Um, Your outlook and Mm. ability can can, um, aggravate them. Yeah. And it's then that you've got the opportunity to not be yourself mm. in order to have yeah. and maintain a level of relationship with them. Yeah. So if you're in any relationship that demands that you change who you mm. are in yeah. order to survive that relationship, yeah. that's something that's not right and has yeah. to be addressed. Yeah. But you need to know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Um, so for me, that is really r- a big issue mm. Um, in the understanding about whether it's time to to move on yeah. is if somebody is totally affecting mm. your walk and yeah. jeopardizing your faithfulness to be faithful to what you know God wants you yeah. to do. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, even just in that scripture that we read, like it says, it will endanger your soul. Yeah. I mean, that's serious. That's not just like a little, you know, it might not work out for you. That's that's quite a extreme, if you like, mm. result of that. Yeah. But I think what you said about the honesty and the truth, that is definitely true. And, you know, I think within that for me, you know, looking back on the times when I've had to, to shake the dust off, it's been then that the other person has required something of you 
but it's unspoken, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's kind of the requirement changes, the balance, if you like, shifts. But there's not the opportunity to then sit down with that person and be like, right, can we talk about this? <laughs> can we, you know, can we put yeah. this on the table? Like, what's going on here? Are you all right? And there's not that honesty in that environment to do that. Well, that goes back to the scripture, doesn't it? Yeah. Because, because if you can't sit down and talk truthfully to mm. somebody because they won't have it, that is then the the if you like the preamble the introduction yeah. the consideration that you can't have honest you can't have honest dialogue with yeah, this person exactly so maybe it's time to move on yeah and i think then it kind of becomes this very awkward uncomfortable yeah. demanding almost i think like at times abusive relationship where there is a demand put upon you but it's never vocalized yeah. it's never discussed it's never said it's almost like a an undercurrent an underlying thing yeah and i know for me in those situations it then feels like you become an object or a service rather than a person right and a you know well they want to pick and choose what what you give them yeah they won't let you just be yourself exactly and yeah. for me that's not a relationship that's not a friendship no, that's not a, a you know yeah exactly <laughs> but then also like when for me that kind of puts me off that person mm. it makes me weary yeah. weary yeah, yeah very weary it makes me question the relationship yeah and i think then like you were saying about you know that kind of leads you to question even yourself in that i think that definitely happens mm. because you can't just sit down with them and have that honest truthful discussion it's all kind of underlying and, right and, and said and then also for me within that there's elements of like passive aggressiveness yes that could definitely come in where if you do say something it's very much like oh no that's not you know the situation at all and well, it, people even get that rejected bad. don't they yeah and but it is naive to think that if you cannot contribute honesty and authenticity to a relationship that you would get the benefits of an intimate relationship yeah definitely um so Let's talk for a minute about why we have to do that. Yeah. Um, because remember, we set up the scripture here. God has, has indicated here very clearly in his word. We've looked at the scriptures this morning. Yeah. God has made very clear in his word. Look, don't do this. Mm. Don't hang out with these people. Don't get intimate with these types of people. Um, and if you are not received or heard or re and you are rejected, it's time to move on. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think it's true, and this has been a, this is where I find it hard mm -hmm. in the past, is that leaving people where they are is hard. Yeah. Um, respecting people and respecting people's decisions mm -hmm. can be really hard at times. Um, but this is where we need to be accessing grace and wisdom yeah. more than ever from God yeah. to protect our hearts and minds. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because we want to keep our hearts open. We don't want to be become hard or judgmental. Um, so I do think, yes, you have to give people room to change. Yeah. You ha There's a big difference here between making mistakes mm. and purposely not wanting, um, you know, what God is offering. Yeah. There's a diff there's there's a difference between making mistakes and just simply not wanting to move on. Yeah. Yes. They're different positions. So we do need to discern that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um that when we're dealing with people who are difficult. Yeah. 
um, because we do need to understand the person, not just the behavior. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely. don't just judge the behavior. We've got yeah. to go a bit deeper than that yeah. and find out if there is an underlying reason why mm. people are behaving that way. Yeah. Um, but if we got, we got to do ourselves some a favor, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. um, if we're, if we're difficult, it's not because we've got an issue yeah. or a behavior necessarily. We're difficult because we're blind, mm. we're arrogant, we're stubborn. Yeah. We won't listen. Uh, we won't do what we know is right. We won't mm. reach out. We won't meet halfway. Yeah. Um, and so that is why we are difficult, not actually the reason mm. or the behavior. Yeah. Um, so I think sometimes God says to us, look, shake the dust off your feet, walk away. Yeah. I think he says that because it's the only answer mm. for us is to withdraw yeah um and step away yeah maybe give god some space <laughs> to yeah. work in the hearts and the minds of of other people yeah. um because we can't interfere with god's work yeah that's not okay no. And sometimes God is working in the lives of others and we interfere by staying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so what we need to do sometimes is step back, remove ourselves mm. from the situation and let God do his work yeah. in the hearts of people. Um, and sometimes it's really hard then to watch the ship go down. Yeah. 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 It's it really hard to watch others fall at the work of their own hands. Mm. Um, it can be really painful because yeah. our natural instinct is to jump in yeah. and save them yeah. when actually the truth is God wants to take people to a certain place so that they can die to self. Yeah. They can give up. They can yeah. realize that he's the answer and not them. Um, so we got to be careful we don't interfere. Yeah, definitely. And we can't be naive or immature enough to realize that or to think mm. that... Um, every situation needs to be fixed by us. Yeah. Sometimes you need to let people uh, go to a dark mm. place, yeah. go to a, a difficult place, because it's there that they find God for themselves. Yeah. And we, so we've got to discern that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so sometimes it is absolutely right to leave for mm. that reason. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we're enablers. Yeah. We're enablers because we stay. Yeah. And we keep the bad behavior because there are no consequences yeah. and that is certainly not godly no it's not no and i think that can be one of the hardest things as well when you realize that maybe you have enabled that right. or that you have prolonged that if you like mm. by saying and you know that's not done out of a bad heart that's not done out of a you know anything it's done yeah. from a need or a desire to help people and a desire to you know protect those people and to allow them to see but then if God's telling us to walk away, mm. like you said, that can be a dangerous position for us to be in because you're almost like you're standing in the way of God, mm. you know, interacting with them and dealing with them. And I think that can be so hard yeah. to sometimes realise that you've done that or that you've you've prolonged something. Yes. And yeah, I think that... But there are hard. also really clear indications from that scripture. We keep yeah. coming back to it, don't we? Yeah. Which is, it's not about being angry or offended yeah. or fed up yeah. or, you know having any negative emotion yeah there's no indication of any emotion in that scripture no. yes um the indication the qualifier of that is when you are not heard or not received and they don't yeah. want you anymore yeah. for whatever reason yeah. so i think for me there are some considerations mm. before we do that yeah um and i think the first one is that yeah. am i uh, you know am i being heard anymore mm. am i not wanted yeah. anymore and I do feel that 
you know, I have felt that yeah. in several times in my life where um, it I feel the words bouncing back. Yeah. The helping hand, the hand given in love is just slapped away. Yeah. And I understand then that it, I'm not wanted. Yeah. And so that has to be a real honest position in me before God. And we have to have dialogue about yeah. that. Um, but also I think the second thing is that you need to start discerning that when the people of God start diminishing our life mm. force rather than <laughs> adding yes. to it, then we need to stop and consider what is right to do. Yeah, definitely. Um, because sometimes boundaries are needed at this point. Yeah. Uh, because if we don't protect ourselves from the unbridled flesh of others, mm. then it can hinder our own walk with God. Yeah. Yes, we get our eyes off what we should be doing mm. and our whole life then becomes about pampering yeah. to the undead things mm. of other people's flesh. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, we need to help people. Our heart has to be for grace, love, respect and help. Yeah. But there comes a point where... If people don't help themselves, yeah. you cannot help them. Yeah. And but I do want to say here that let's put a, a disclaimer in here, yeah. okay? Um it's never okay to be rude or yeah. to reject those we find difficult. Yeah. It's never okay to do that. And I think the requirement for shaking the dust off your feet and moving on mm. is that we've always got to leave the door of our hearts ajar. Yeah. Yes. Um, even if it's just a tiny little crack, yeah. just a little crack, yeah. so that there's always an opportunity for people to travel back mm. to our hearts transformed, yes. changed. Yeah. Yes, because an apology without transformation or change is manipulation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we need to leave our hearts open. Mm. We can't just shut the door and they're never allowed to come back in again. Yeah. Um. But that's maybe when that happens, where people come back into our lives. It might be then that that intimacy is not there. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be in the same level or the same way that it was before. Yeah. So it, we might have to be open to the fact that a once really intimate friendship is now a happy, unified acquaintance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that's totally acceptable to God mm -hmm. and it's worthy of him flowing through. Yeah. And the unity is is possible, yeah. But it's on a different level, yeah. Um, but then on to contradict myself, you know, I've had a time one one of those times was when it came back with a vengeance, and that person became very close to me, yeah. and we had an even better relationship than we yeah. did before. But nine times out of ten, it'll probably go the other way, yeah. But it depends on the state of the person's heart or yeah. my heart, yeah, definitely. So. You know, lots of things can happen, but we've really got to keep our hearts open. Mm. Um, but they've got to come back with something new. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so God does expect us to keep the door open, mm. but he also does expect that we take care of our own salvation. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. And we don't take our eyes off what we should be doing yeah. because we are spending our whole life stuck in a mm. toxic relationship where somebody won't meet you halfway. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's almost like that's like the personal responsibility, isn't yeah. it? And again, like I think every podcast now we've kind of mentioned the Hearts Face books. <laughs> but there was one in there that we did on Living the Balanced Life. Yes. Where it talks about your personal responsibility, mm. your responsibility to others and then how you balance those two yeah. things. And I think that's kind of what we're talking about is that we have a responsibility to 
look after ourselves, to guard ourselves, to protect ourselves, but also to work out our own salvation yeah. with fear and trembling. Definitely. We do also have a responsibility to other people, mm. but they can't be unbalanced. Those things no. have to be equal. They have to be balanced. Yeah. And I think sometimes when we stay in those relationships or those friendships, that is the unbalance mm. where we see our responsibility to others greater than our responsibility to ourselves. Right. And there has to be an equalness in those two things. Yeah. And it's it, you're right. It's all got to be really balanced. But I think everything comes back down to us. Mm, yeah. Because healthy relationship with others starts with healthy relationship with ourselves. Yeah, definitely. And if we do that through honesty... Mm. Um, and we kind of refuse the tricks of the flesh that wants to always make hide our issues and yeah. drive us underground, um, where we seek to almost make ourselves look right when we're not. Yeah. If we can not buy into that game mm. and just operate in honesty, yeah. then that goes a long way. Yeah. And for me, the door is always open. Yeah. If there is honesty. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you're not playing a game, yeah. you're welcome. Yeah. But if you are still trying to get relationship with me without having to be honest and relate properly, yeah. then that's not, I can't do that. No, no, definitely um, not. So it really does start with how we deal with ourselves. Yeah. Because the more we know who we are, the less difficult we are. Yeah. Yeah. because then the more we know our identity mm. the more dead to self we are really yeah. because that's what identity in christ does for yeah. us it enables us to die yeah. to self and and to the ideas of what we think we should be mm. so you know hello there is such a clear easy path there for us yeah. if we walk it yeah you know we don't have to work it all out ourselves mm. we just have to be honest we have yeah. to we have to not buy into the games that the flesh play yeah um so all that does is it enables us to work together properly mm. so that when things do go wrong yeah we can let love love cover the multitude of sins yeah it covers over those things mm. and um it it works together for our good yeah and it does that because our ego is not wounded. Mm. And that's a lot of the reason why people don't listen yeah. is because that I know better rises up and mm. we shut the door. Yeah. Um. So our flesh doesn't campaign to be right mm. when we have that position. Yeah. And our relationships then can be healthy. Mm. So you can have disagreement. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you fall out with people? Yes, that's allowed. Yeah. But you cannot um not be honest mm. and look to rectify that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're allowed the humanness. Mm, yeah. But it's what we do with it yeah. that becomes an issue to God. So I really do feel that it is a necessary part. Maybe mm. that's just part of me getting older. I don't know. But I feel more protective about yeah. my obedience to what God wants me to do. Yeah. And who he wants me to be, actually, more yeah. than what I wanted to yeah. do. Um, I need to be faithful to the authenticity yeah. that I've journeyed and yeah. built with him. Yeah. Um, because that didn't come without cost. Mm. I had yeah. to die to self for that. Yeah. So that has to be protected because actually that is the core of what I rely on mm. in myself. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it does have to be protected. 
and also in the idea of imparting to other people mm. i i i take that seriously you yeah. know that's my big thing is yeah. impartation yeah and impartation has to be truthful yeah otherwise what you impart is wrong things mm. to people that messes them up yeah and i think people deserve better than that yeah. from me yeah so there has to be an opportunity mm. for that so for me shaking the dust off your feet comes not because the behavior is not there because i think what's more important is the reason why the behavior mm. is not there yeah um and if you then discern that that person is no longer interested in you because you're you're a threat to them mm. because you're everything that they won't become yeah yeah truthful yeah. authentic you know honest with yourself whatever mm. then i think that at sometimes it's right yeah to walk away yeah but always have the heart open mm. a little ajar so that they have opportunity to come back yeah but we've changed behavior yeah yeah i love that about keeping the door open mm. like just that you know just that little crack yeah that even if it's just light. a little crack yeah yeah and i think you know just kind of going back to the um the scripture um that we started this podcast with where it says about um whatever place does not listen to you yeah i think one of the things as well within that that can cause people not to listen to you is they become familiar with you. Very over-familiar. Yeah, they get yeah. that familiarity where they they keep you in that place. Mm. They Or they keep their idea of you is you in a particular place. Right. And as soon as you start to grow or mature or change or, you know, move from that place, they can't reconcile the new you, if you like, right. with the you that they have in their yeah. head. And I think that's then where sometimes those issues can occur because they're trying to keep you as they see you mm. and you're not you're not that person anymore right and i think you've got to allow people to change exactly mm. and i think that distance that stepping back sometimes that then is what that that separation is what allows people to see you in a new way yeah because you know it's like when you you know if you go and stand in front of like the eiffel tower <laughs> if you're stood right underneath it and you look up at it it's a very different view than if you take you know 10 steps back right. and look up at it your view changes be dependent on your proximity to that thing and i think sometimes that separation is what allows that yeah, to happen you get better sight yeah mm. because people could then see you if you like from a wider angle they kind of they see you in different environments and they start to think oh okay. i'm not sure i'm wanting people to see me from a wider <laughs> angle maybe <laughs> i know me neither <laughs> <laughs> a zoomed out angle i get you better? yeah okay thank you but, so i think you know that sometimes that stepping back is what allows that to happen yeah but and sometimes we have to be the ones that step back yeah so that we create that separation and that distance but also that. um shaking the dust of your feet is not just because somebody rejects you mm. it is ultimately but also you've got to consider yourself yeah. you just can't walk through life thinking it's everything is everybody else's fault no. you know you've got to consider and talk to god and be honest about what your part of that has been yeah definitely. um is there what is you know i could be the reason why people are behaving that way yeah um so correctly or incorrectly yeah so you know you've got to ha you've got to have a level of wisdom and mm. self-awareness too yeah, you definitely. just can't 
you know, do runners every time something gets difficult, um, which is what people do. They don't shake the dust off their feet. They just run away. Yeah. And there's a huge difference in that because Mm. it's a heart position. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One is completely okay by God. One isn't. Yeah. Um, So to me, shaking the dust off your feet is basically a form of release. It's where you release somebody to God. Yeah. And you step away. Yeah. And you no longer interfere or interact mm. with those people on the level that um that they want yeah because it's futile because the heart position is not there because they no longer listen to you or want you yeah so that's something so we can be in our you know that could happen to you and me yeah so yeah. you know we have we enjoy that level of intimate relationship yeah, there's definitely. honesty and transparency and growth in that yeah um but if you didn't want that anymore mm. from me we can still rock up to community on sunday and yeah. raise our hands and worship and take communion yeah um because you would be in the community mm. you just wouldn't necessarily have that proximity in my heart yeah. anymore yeah or in activity yeah um, so, you know, it's yet again another mechanism that God has given mm. us to dwell together mm. and overcome issues yeah. because it's hard. It's very hard to dwell with people that we find difficult. Yeah. And that's why the word is so full of God's expectations and yeah. ways to do that. Yeah. But it's going to take a good heart. Mm. It's going to take a, a management of our heart to do that. Yeah. Um, so that we don't fall into the ways of the flesh. Yeah. And become critical and judgmental yeah. and, um, you know, mess it all up. Yeah. Uh, we want people to be restored. Mm, and definitely. so every time I've walked away, I have prayed that it would be restored yeah um i've never walked away and said i am done i don't want this person in my life Mm. ever again yeah um i've always left the door open yeah and unfortunately some people have slammed that in my face and said i don't want you yeah and some have said great i'll be back yeah and they were yeah you know yeah and so that's and i've been that to other people yeah you know i've been the difficult person yeah i've been the ones that just couldn't get close Mm. um and you know again i've restored been able to restore some relationships and some i haven't yeah um so that's that's the journey yeah um so god does really give us you know lots of ways that Mm. we can do things but it really is about yet again big shock and horror the state of our heart yeah and our willingness and our ability to walk humbly in that um because leaving people's hard Mm. it is really hard and even though i've know that that doing it is absolutely right i've never queried whether walking away was right Mm. i've known it was um because it it prevented and hindered my walk Mm. my faithfulness to god um and it wasn't just about overcoming things it was about that they jeopardized who i was so i knew it it was right i never doubted all the times Mm. i've done it but you know it's still sad yeah i still have to deal with my my emotions and my flesh over that yeah because these are not my enemies these are people i love exactly these are people that i want relationship with yeah but they don't want me yeah and that's okay yeah for whatever reason right now that's where they're at yeah um and i will shake the dust off my feet and go and find 
people who do. Mm, yeah. There's this wonderful quote that has saved me so many times. Mm. And it says, uh, if you're too much for people, they're not your people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I use that terminology a lot, don't I? Yeah. I know I'm a lot for you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, you know, if people, if you're too much for people, then they're not your people. Yeah, that's so and true. so to me, when you get to that stage where you know you do no you no longer belong mm. in the heart to that person, yeah. there's there's very little that you can do. Yeah. Um so remember some of this is not about going away and never seeing them again. Yeah. You could you know, you could be in community mm. with them, you can do things in the community with them. Yeah. You know, it's not like you cut them off and you never see them again. Yeah. Um, but it definitely is about a heart position. Mm. You're shaking the dust off the feet of your heart. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's your heart yeah. that it's the position and the intention and the expectation. Yeah. Um, and and the investment mm. that you put into that person. Yeah. And I think that that's what sometimes can feel like waste mm. is that you've invested sometimes years into yeah. a relationship with somebody and they then appear to drop it mm. so easily, quickly, yeah. without a glance back yeah. and walk away from it. Yeah. And that can cause your humanness pain. Yeah. So those are the things that we need to handle carefully. Yeah. Take it to God, be honest and dialogue with him about the realities yeah. of that. And he will always reach out with grace yeah. and show us a way. Yeah. But I, I just love that scripture. I kind of we keep going back to it. But just about the whole imagery of like shaking the dust mm. off your feet. Because to me, like if there's dust on something, mm. you've been there for a while. Right. right? Yeah, like, right. You know, in my flat, if I don't clean it, there's dust. This is the third time now on these podcasts you've mentioned the dust in your flat. <laughs> you might want to deal uh, with that. Yeah. <laughs> Invested by a Hoover. Yeah, get some dusters and a cleaner. Get a cleaner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So maybe that's what I need. But you know, so dust implies that it's something that has been there for a long time. It's built up. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So I, I kind of, I love in that scripture the imagery of when you shake the dust or something, it's almost like you find a new purpose for it. Right. So you know, if you if you have like a a book that's been on your shelf for ages Mm. and it's dusty. When you take it out to look at it, you shake that dust off yeah, it because you, you want to see it. You want to yeah. use it. Mm. So it's almost like when we're doing that in with people, mm. you know that there's something coming for it. Yeah. You know, you know that there's a purpose coming yeah. that needs you to shake the dust off so that it can be used in a new thing. Yeah. And I think that's important to remember is that, you know, you kind of said it there, but when we when we do shake the dust off our feet, when we do distance ourselves from people, we then can go and find the people who we're meant to be with. Yeah. We can then go and find who our people are. God restores it. Exactly. It might He might not restore the relationship, but he will rest- restore the investment that you have made. Yeah. 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 And he always... And it might be in other people. Yeah. And he always gives us the desires of our heart anyway. Yeah, he does. So if our desire is to have that relationship with God's people, mm. then he will... He'll lead us give to us that. that. Yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, there, it's almost like... We're talking about something that's quite sad and yeah. and hard, but there is great joy in it. There is. And there is great hope in it. And there's great expectancy and opportunity and love when it's done properly for us and for the other people, whichever yeah. way around it goes. Right. And I think that has to be kind of like the, the message of this is that, you know, like you say, God has given us so much instruction about this in his word, mm. but 
it's for our benefit and it's for the benefit of others well, what comes to mind is the scripture too gosh this is a, a funny scripture but you know about not casting your pearls before swines yeah and um i find that in one sense quite tricky yeah um, but in another sense, that that is true, is that you know sometimes that you're giving your best to people and it really is not seen or appreciated mm. or, or received. Yeah. And so there are times when you have to make decisions about what it is you give to people and it might not be your best, it might not be the fullness of what mm. you have to give, but you're giving them what they can handle. Yeah what yeah. they want yeah. and it might be just superficial yeah it might be peripheral and that can be quite hard because you want to give them the depth of mm. yourself yeah. or the depth of friendship but they don't want it yeah so you know a large part of this is that you have to reconfigure mm. um what you give yeah. and what you receive from these people and what they give and receive from you yeah and that could be hard if that pleases them because mm. it's on a lesser level yeah. because they're more comfortable with that. Yeah. But it might be painful for you because you find living on that level very difficult. Yeah. And that is definitely my situation right now. Yeah. I find the peripheral, the fluff, mm. the I find that difficult yeah. if that's all there is. Yeah. Um, and... I would want greater depth. But yeah. if somebody doesn't want that, you have to respect that. Yeah. But then even like in the Bible, like with Jesus, that was something that he did where it said about how he couldn't do miracles in his hometown. Right. So even he, like, yeah. you know, he could do certain things, yeah. but he couldn't give the fullness of who he is, yeah. who he was, right. because the people wouldn't receive it. Mm. So even then, like, it's the same thing as kind of what you're saying there was that he had to give less of himself mm. to them because of familiarity right. or, you know, because they were they knew him too well in that sense yeah. or they thought they did over familiarity yeah and how you know even for him he then had to kind of not change but limit what he gave yeah um, he had to discern it. discern that's the word yeah, yeah. and be able and know that maybe you know if he had given more hmm. that may have actually been harmful for them yeah because they wouldn't be able to receive it so even you know for him he had to yeah. do the same thing because my natural sort of go-to in my in my flesh mm. would be to i mean i always try to meet people where they're at yeah um but then on the other hand of that i have to be faithful to who i am mm. i can't change who i am just to please other people yeah but that yet again that is a a a, a a very thin line to walk upon mm. um and sometimes you know you do have to be a little bit more calculating yeah in the sort of administration of yourself to people um so that they're able to receive you mm. um but i find that very difficult to live pro a whole relationship yeah, of that definitely. where you are restricted yeah. in who you are because the other person doesn't want it. Yeah. You do have to question whether that is a correct mm. relationship for you. Yeah. Um, so th I think that God is okay with that. Mm. And I think that it's something that can give us a lot of turmoil yeah. and a lot of confusion and a lot of anguish as we try to navigate mm. the people of God and which includes us. Yeah. Um, but there are there is answers to every single issue we have with people in his word. Yeah. God has got something to say on all yeah. of it. Because he had to deal with it. Yeah. Jesus had to deal with the most tricky people. I yeah. mean, you know, yet again, we talk about the sister Bible studies over on Who Are You? Yeah. But as we start start getting into sort of certainly the disciples, yeah. I mean, man, he needed like 
a PhD or Valium <laughs> to survive them. They were like tricky. Yeah. You know, they yeah. were like a childish, yeah. um, arrogant, yeah. you know, bolshy yeah. fighters. Yeah. They didn't get, they didn't have a clue what <laughs> Jesus was talking about a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, a lot of Jesus's instruction, certainly like in Beatitudes and mm. parables, was to simply say, right, let's take a minute here and explain what's actually going on for you. Yeah. Um, and even at the end, he said, you do not know what's coming. Yeah. You know, you don't understand. And even up to when he died, mm. they didn't believe or know that that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, they just didn't get it. So yeah. that's not necessarily a heart position of rejection. It's just that they were they were they were a lot of work. Yeah. So it's OK. You know, we're on journeys. I yeah. hate that word, but we're on journeys. Yeah. We're on in a, in a process with God. Yeah. And, and we can make loads of mistakes. Yeah. Mistakes are great. Yeah. Mistakes are really good. You can fall down as many times as you need. Yeah. But you've got to get up each time. Yeah. A better person Definitely. with more knowledge and transformational ability. Yeah. So remember, we make the changes. He makes the transformations. Yeah. We can't transform ourselves. Yeah. Yes. Um, but how we dwell together with people matters to God. Mm. And um, sometimes God deals with us, actually, because we stay too long in a place we shouldn't be. Yeah. We're no longer wanted. We don't belong there yeah. in the hearts of people. Mm. Um, so it's sometimes it's right to step out and let God deal with that. Yeah, definitely. You know, do the work without us. Yeah which he, of course, he's more than capable of doing, yeah. although sometimes we don't think he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so look, I hope this has been helpful today. It is a tricky subject, um, but sometimes we skim over that scripture, don't we? Because yeah. we, it's a bit scary. Yeah. Uh, we don't know how to navigate it. Um, but I would really encourage you to go and do a really good study on it because yeah. um, it is an opportunity that God gives us to step out of something that maybe isn't healthy mm. um but i can guarantee that the core issues of that are to do with issues of identity mm. in one or two both parties yeah um and that clash is coming from uh people not knowing who they are yeah and and shutting down and not receiving the mm. christ in each other because ultimately that's it you yeah. know he says if you don't hear if you don't listen if you don't want them that's that they don't realize that that's what they're doing to God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so maybe it's not you they don't want. Mm. Maybe it's actually God. Yeah. Maybe it's actually the the life that he's allowed to live through that person. Yeah. Um, not always, but I would think a, that's a contributor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is that we don't want the truth that's in other people mm. because they've allowed God to work that in them. Yeah. Um, and rather than that being something that we can love and embrace, mm. we tolerate it until we can't. Yeah. And then we reject it and want out. Yeah. And that's the, the process of the flesh. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes we need to, to uh, give God that room, step away. And uh, but with a heart that's got a little crack open. Yeah. Um, because our heart would always be for those people to come back transformed um, and mm. to reconcile yeah and to carry on the journey together as god intended yeah yeah till next time bye, bye.